Welcome to the Health, Wealth, and Wisdom Podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Hagen, a nutrition coach, entrepreneur, food freedom expert, and forever a recovering disordered eater. I am here to help you own your enoughness, find your very own food freedom, and achieve your health and wellness goals in a way that gives more than it takes. Each week, I will provide you with insight and inspiration surrounding no-nonsense nutrition, mindset, motivation, body image, confidence, and other wellness wisdom. I want to introduce everybody listening to Kara, who is a Nutrition with Nicole graduate, who I had the absolute pleasure of working with for... Kara, I think it was 19 beautiful months. You'll have to correct me. Yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah. I think so. I went back and looked at my books. So I think it was around 19 months. And to give our audience a little bit of more information about you, Kara, you graduated from one-on-one nutrition coaching in August of 2022, I think. So as of recording this, mm-hmm. you have been flying solo, a nutrition coaching graduate for one whole year. And I thought it would be just an amazing opportunity to have you back on the show and get to hear about your growth since then and what you've learned about yourself and your healthy eating habits since last year. Yeah, absolutely. I do want to say, if you want to hear all of the juicy details about Kara's nutrition coaching journey, go back and listen to episode 192. It was called She's Down 60 Pounds and Doesn't Feel Deprived, a true story. And that will kind of tell you all about why Kara initially invested in coaching and what she felt was the most impactful progress that she made along the way and all all the good stuff. Today, we're going to look at a little bit more of the maintenance side of things, the life after coaching side of things. But Kara, before we do that, can you take us back and just recap a little bit about your nutrition coaching journey for us? Why did you initially say yes to coaching? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, I originally started coaching because I felt that I was at a dead end. Um, I had been working, um, you know, on my own with, you know, nutrition and I was very much in the fitness world and I co-owned a fitness studio with my best friend and I had lost a lot of a significant amount of weight from doing that just because I was so active all the time, but because I was so busy and I had, uh, so much going on. I didn't always make the best and most supportive choices like nutrition wise. So I felt that I just needed someone in my corner, a little bit more of support or like accountability system, um, to kind of keep the things going. I love that. So recognizing I got myself really damn far. Like I'm proud of the progress I've made thus far. And I know that there's still progress I want to make. And I probably will be most successful doing that if I have another resource, like someone else in my corner. Yeah. That's awesome. Kara, what did you feel like on graduation day were the biggest coaching journey takeaways that you were moving forward with? Honestly, for me, it was more about, I mean, yes, I've, I made so much progress, you know, from a fiscal standpoint, but I think even like more importantly, <clears throat> it was my mindset that had changed about food. Like I stopped demonizing certain foods, uh, as we're, you know, taught to do in this culture where, you know, 
being thin is like, you know, the ultimate goal. Um, we're taught that like certain foods are innately bad and it's just simply not true. <laughs> um, because food has no morality and it took me so long to figure that out. I mean, and I can say sitting here and say, I understand it, but it wasn't until we worked together and we worked on some of those deep, like psychological aspects, um, and that I really was able to shift, make that shift my, uh, in my mindset. And that's not on you. I mean, I know you're saying it took a long time to learn that and it does, right. but that's a large part because we're constantly bombarded with the like, food morality message from diet culture. So you were working really hard on it and it takes so long because we're kind of hearing one thing in one ear and then right, right. know something different. Yeah. So Kara, when you graduated from coaching, how did you feel? Like, do you remember feeling nervous or scared about going from like an accountability container to flying solo? Or did you feel confident? Maybe all of the above. I didn't really feel nervous or scared. I think just because at that point, everything felt second nature, like the habits that I had worked on. Because I mean, we worked together for quite a long time. So I think you said 19 months. Um you know, by that time, everything just kind of felt like second nature to me. And I didn't have to really think too hard about making decisions that would support me because it was just something I naturally felt inclined to do uh, because I had put it into practice for so long. So I did feel really confident um, going out after graduation and I felt like ready to go. I felt ready to take on some like major life changes, <laughs> which I did. <laughs> so yeah, it was good. Actually, Karen, that kind of sparked this conversation is because I had reached out to thank you for referring a client to coaching. And you had mentioned that not only had your body and your mindset changed, from coaching, but then you felt like there were so many other positive changes that you then went out into your life to make. Can you tell us a little bit about those changes? Yeah. So, I mean, during my coaching time um, with you, I just felt like I just kind of like, I think my, my confidence was slowly building and I was realizing all the ways in which I was limiting myself. And I did have some major life changes happen. Like my dad passed away when we were working together. Um, and all those things just kind of like spurred me on to examine other areas of my life and figure out um, where I could maybe like push myself a little bit more into um to some, to some areas and to some things that would help me grow. And I had a major um, career change. I decided to become a flight attendant. And I was in Texas for like six and a half weeks in training. And just this past June, I graduated. And now I'm living in another city. <laughs> and I'm working as a flight attendant. And it's been a massive, massive adjustment, but it's been amazing. And it's just crazy that like, I really feel that it was because of um, doing like all the work on myself that kind of caused me to want to make that change. And, and let me tell you all, all the things that we put into practice with working on sleep, and, you know, eating to like support my routine, like, I don't think I would have would be able to survive in this career if I hadn't worked on that first. I can't imagine. I can't imagine how wonky your routine must be sometimes as a flight yeah. attendant. But I love 
kind of to tie two things that you said together, I love that you said upon graduation, it didn't really feel nerve wracking for you because the behaviors that you had adopted were habitual at that point. Like it just felt like this is what I do. This is my life. And I honestly think that that's probably why you've been so successful. I don't even think it, it for sure. It's why you've been so successful in this new career change is because you had those habits. And for sure, I'm sure things have had to adjust and adapt and be flexible, you know, as time zones change and your like work hours change. But when you have that strong foundation to build upon, it's much easier than if you're like, God, I don't even know where to begin. Yeah, right. So Kara, tell us after graduation, how did your progress continue? Like, did you immediately transition to I'm going to maintain and just like hang on to the healthy habits that I've built. Did you go on to create, obviously you created more progress, like in the workforce area of your life, the career area. Did you go on to continue making progress in like the fat loss direction and the healthy relationship with food direction? Or had you reached your ultimate goal and you were just confidently maintaining? I would say that at first I was um, confidently maintaining, uh, but I did notice that when I went away to like my flight attendant training, I ended up like the fat loss kind of kept going, honestly, because I think because my schedule (laughs) and I was very, very, very conscientious about like what I was eating. I wanted to make sure that I was really sharp, like mentally, because we were like in the classroom all day. Um, So I was really, I don't want to say strict, but I was a little bit strict of um, just like the choices I was making because I just so badly did not want to get sick. I wanted to stay healthy um, and it really worked, but I didn't, but I think I created more fat loss because of that. And now that I'm home, I've relaxed. <laughs> and I, I, I think we talked about on the last episode uh, that I was on that I had not been drinking and I did that for about a year and after I hit the year mark, I started to just kind of re-examine that a little bit because now I'm traveling all the time and I'm going to all these cool places, wanting to experience things with friends. So now I'm kind of looking at that again. And I would say like I'm an occasional drinker now. So I'm very much um, like in a very relaxed um, state right now. But I have I do have balance. Like I haven't forgot my healthy habits. I'm still putting those into practice and I'm maintaining in a way that feels good for me. I love hearing that. Essentially, it's it's a periodized nutrition strategy, right? You mentioned, I don't want to use the word strict, but I was I was more disciplined when you yeah. were in flight attendant school. And now I'm a little bit more lax and I'm incorporating some more flexibility. And I think if we're taking a realistic approach, that is life. Our nutrition right. is never going to be exactly the same every day, every week, every month, every year. Like there are for sure seasons where we want to turn the dial up. And then there are seasons where we want to turn it down. And I think that's the beauty of your, you can do that for the rest of your life and right, right. confidently maintain. And maybe there are seasons where you want to create a little bit more progress. And then maybe there are seasons where you want to kick back and I don't know, enjoy a vacation or a trip to somewhere new and exciting. Yes, definitely. Do you have any fear or concern that with maybe being a little bit more flexible, reintroducing maybe certain foods that you had limited previously, that there's any risk of losing the progress that you made? Sometimes those thoughts do try to like kind of creep into my head, but I 
just simply remember like all the progress that I've made and how many times I've been able to just like turn things around and not even just like nutrition wise. Like I know like from what I've been through, like I'm able to create change at any point in my life. And all it takes is just like a mindset shift. And when those thoughts creep in, like there, it, it's if you have a choice, I feel like whether you want to latch onto them and then you kind of like are on this like downward spiral, which I've been down that road before. Um, or you can just be like, no, and kind of like change direction. And, but then you do, but you do have to be intentional then about, you know, what changes are you're going to make. They, they, just, they just don't happen themselves. So I just, think that we have a choice there. I don't really feel very like afraid anymore of, you know, being losing progress. Here's how I see it too. Yeah. The way that you're describing incorporating alcohol back in when it means a lot to you is not saying I'm going to go back to doing things exactly like how I did them before. Right, right. Before I learned what felt great, before I learned certain things about nutrition science and what certain foods and beverages and macronutrients did for my body, you're taking a greater level of self-awareness and bringing it to a behavior that now you want to reintroduce in a different way. And I think that that ensures that you won't lose your progress. Yes. Yeah. Farah, you mentioned that while we were coaching, you lost your dad, which obviously is one of those seasons where we had to take a big step back from nutrition action steps and create more space for grieving and grace and compassion. Since graduating, have you had a challenge? Like, did you face a hard thing? Obviously, flight attendant was very challenging. Did you face a hard thing? And were you able to recognize how the habits and the skills that you had learned through coaching helped you through that hard thing and overcome that challenge? Yeah, I kind of feel like I'm in the hard thing right now. (laughs) Tell me more. (laughs) So, I mean, just because of all the change, I feel like I have a bit of like change fatigue um, because of, you know, moving and changing careers and just all the adjustments that come with that. Um, It's been, I mean, it's been great, but it has been really, really difficult. And I think now that I'm settling into my new lifestyle, it's just all catching up with me. And I am a little bit homesick from from my old house. Um, I felt like I needed to change because I was, you know, very stuck, like, previously before I had moved, I felt like I just wasn't growing. And now I really feel like I am. But of course, growth is hard. (laughs) So I feel like I'm in that right now. And from a very like practical standpoint, uh, because I'm on the go so much, because when I do come home, I don't always feel like cooking, I make sure that I have things on, on hand that I can just put together really quickly without a lot of thought. Um, that way I'm taking care of myself because when I'm tired, I, that's like the last thing that I want to do. I'm like, I do, I don't have the energy for it, you know? So when I come home and, and like, I'm, I'm just relying on the habits, they're innate. So I have things in my fridge and my freezer, like go-tos I can pull out. And it's great for when I'm on trips too, because I can just throw them in my lunchbox and head out the door. So that's been really helpful. And then my workout routine is totally (laughs) off right now. (laughs) I'm 
figuring out a plan. I'm figuring out what I want to do as I'm just adjusting to this new schedule. But in the meantime, I've been really trying to get in my walks whenever I can. Um, since I hadn't had a gym for the past couple months, I've been trying to get outside and I have a dog. So we like to go on walks together. That's been really good. Um, but yeah, so that's that's a little bit of a snapshot of my life right now. Yeah, it does sound like you're in a really hard transition period where basically like your life was completely uprooted in a positive way, but it also comes with a lot of challenges. Like you said, growth also comes with loss and like discomfort in ways. And that doesn't mean that the growth isn't a positive thing or what you ultimately want for yourself, but it can still be hard. Mm -hmm. But I love that you said you have those innate habits to fall back on, whether it's doing a little bit of food prep or just being proactive about having things in the house that you know, okay, this is going to serve me. It's easy for me to grab after the end of a stressful day or when I get in from a long flight, those things have kind of just become the norm for you as opposed to feeling like you have to work at it. Right. Absolutely. I think, okay, so I wasn't planning on asking you this question, but I think that that's something a lot of people are concerned about when they start coaching. And maybe you could speak to this, Kara. So at the beginning, if you remember, this is a while ago now, but working on changing a limiting belief or working on changing a nutrition behavior, it's hard. It's change, right? It's growth, but it feels hard. Like I have to think about this so much. Why am I thinking about this? Whether it's, am I really hungry? Am I satisfied? Does my meal have a protein, a fiber source? And sometimes that can feel discouraging. Like, I don't want to think about food like this all the time. Do you find that now you think about food less and it just is? Or do you still have to think about it as much as you did when you were creating the habit? Oh my gosh, no. I I don't think thinking about food like that all the time is a sustainable way to live. (laughs) It's just, at least for me, it's not. Because... And that was, when I was in coaching, that was the one thing I had to be really careful of. Um, when I was looking at my macros and deciding, like, you know, making choices about, you know, what was best for me, it was very easy for me to go to the extreme on that and be really, really anal about like, oh, this is, I need to like three more grams, like, you know, and you just can't live your life like that, like long term. I mean, there's something to be said about it in the beginning, um, especially when you're educating yourself, if, especially if you hadn't, you know, had any awareness, um, you know, of your the food that you were eating before, like, if you know, from a nutritional standpoint, definitely take some time to educate yourself. But I do not do that <laughs> at this point. I mean, I know which what foods like are, I know what, like, what are my like kind of like secret, like power foods, like what, um, that have like a lot of fiber, or a lot of protein, like, like my kind of go-tos or my staples, if you will. Um, but I'm not sitting here and like logging it. <laughs> um, and then, and, um, but I might go through a period, you know, in the future, it's not to say that I won't ever do that again. Um, cause sometimes you just need to do a little audit, especially if you are starting like a new workout routine and you're like, why is this not working for me? Um, you might need to change things up a little bit. And I feel like it's good to kind of like sit there and, you know, See which see what are what is going into my body, <laughs> um, but I don't do that every day. That's for sure. <laughs> 
I think that that's a beautiful explanation. It's not as challenging as it once was because yeah. now you have the self-awareness, you have the nutrition education, and you also know that maybe there will be seasons where you do want to plug back in a little bit to be yeah. slightly more aware of what exactly am I eating? How many calories is it? How is my macronutrient ratio? But when that's not the case, it sounds like things feel a lot more intuitive now if we want to use that word and yeah mm -hmm. your headspace is cleared up to focus on other things where your healthy relationship with food is just kind of always revving in the background right okay Kara I have one final question for you <laughs> what words of wisdom do you feel like would be helpful to share with someone who's nervous about creating results in their life or in their body composition or in their mindset and their relationship with food that they can confidently maintain. Maybe they've tried lots of things before. They've been successful, but have, nothing has ever stuck. Clearly, your healthy habits have stuck. I mean, we're a year out at this point. You've gone through some really stressful shit and you're still crushing your nutrition habits. You're still making progress and maintaining your progress. What advice would you give to someone who was worried about maintaining their progress? Um, I would say that you can't really put, okay. So maintaining, I would say is like maybe a little bit different, but I initially I was going to say you can't put a timeline on things. <laughs> I feel like once I made that shift, like I think in the beginning when we all, you know, when you have a goal, we all want to know like, when am I going to reach that goal? Um, because most of the time, mo most time in life we can, we can kind of set a timeline. And I just feel that when you're changing your uh, mindset and trying to shift out of that diet culture perspective, the, that the conditioning is so deep, you really cannot put a timeline on that. Um, because it, and like I said, for me, it took a long time. Um, like you said, it's going in one year and, <laughs> and you, there's so, um, so much that's coming at you. I think it, you just, you really need to give yourself the time to decondition from that. And, you know, it's, you just can't do it all at once. You just got to take it like one day at a time. Um, and don't be so hard on yourself. And not every, like, yes, every decision matters, but every decision is not like a life or death scenario. Um, so it's okay to make decisions that maybe aren't as supportive, but if you're enjoying them and you're enjoying your life, that is really important because you don't want to be, you know, causing, making all this change, but then like not enjoying your life anymore. <laughs> So it's really important to have a balance. Spot on. So I hear two things yeah. from what you just shared. The first is, and I do think that this works for maintenance. If you want to create results and confidently maintain them for the foreseeable future, you can't rush the process. Like it takes as right. long as it takes. And maybe for some of us, that takes more time because we have a lot of that diet culture conditioning. Maybe for others, it takes a little less time, but it, you can't tie it down to a I'm going to get there in 30 days or I'm going to get there in even, you know, three months, who knows how long it might take you. So you have to kind of release your expectations of the timeline and know that you're doing this for setting yourself up for the rest of your life. And then I hear 
you talking about if you want to be able to maintain your progress, you have to be able to live your life and engage in those goal supportive behaviors that are going to help you create progress. And that means this balance of doing things maybe simply because they taste good or they bring you pleasure, but also then balancing it with choices that you know are going to get you to where you want to be. And having both of those basically ensures the sustainability of your progress because you never have to feel like, oh, I can't do this forever and then go back to Right, exactly. I really appreciate you sharing how your habits have continued to serve you moving forward in your super busy and stressful season. Thank you so much for making time to have this conversation with me. I know you are a high demand woman right now. (laughs) Well, thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Health, Wealth, and Wisdom Podcast. If you like what you heard today, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe, and then head on over to nutritioncoachingwithnicole.com where you can sign up for my weekly emails where I send out my favorite tips, tricks, advice, and support every single Monday morning to help you kick your week off right. Thanks for listening. Until next time.